Hello and welcome to the UK Surf Show. We are your hosts. I'm Pete. And I'm Mitch. And I'm Leighton. <laughs> what? What? Leighton? <laughs> Leighton's <laughs> back on the show. Yeah, I, I, do you know what? I'm a big fan of you guys and I've been, oh, I've been listening for a long time and I'm so stoked to be here with you too. <laughs> I hope you've been listening since episode 29. That's the big one. That's the big one. That's, that's the one that everyone skipped on it. That was the least listened to episode ever, episode 29. Which, I think that was the best ever Scottish cover photo. On. Oh, right. It was the you best ever knew, cover you, you had you for the any guest. He just, just came on and just never left. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what happened. But you know what the thing is, Leighton? What The thing I can't work out is that we have... You know, we have we have guests, obviously, that come on a podcast. We have hosts that host a podcast. Sometimes we have guest hosts. So yep. I don't quite get where you fall into. Are you are you a host guest host or a guest host <laughs> host guest? I, I don't know where we stand. <laughs> well, uh, the best way I can describe it, I think, is I, I was thinking about this today. Um, I think I'm the fifth Beatle. I'm the one <laughs> everybody's like. What a twat! He he left the biggest <laughs> band in the world <laughs> right at the wrong time. I think I'm that guy. I think we're we're probably closer to the sugar babes. To be fair, <laughs> we'll see where this goes. I, I, I reckon it's more like tattoo. You know, remember tattoo. them? Yeah, all the things she said, running down her leg and all that. Whatever it was. <laughs> Wait, wasn't um, one of them married to a UK politician? Oh no, no that's, that's a cheeky that's, girl. That's a cheeky girl. What, we, how have we started this episode? This is like <laughs> this what happens, the problem when you get three twats in a room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, should we start with the discount codes that we're going to give out then? Yeah, I guess so. Well, I'll tell you what. If you fancy getting fifty percent off the Adrenaline Athlete Strength and Air Conditioning Training Program. Um, if you do the gym version, use the discount code all uppercase uh, Surf Gym Fifty. And for the home edition, that is Surf Home 50, and that will get you 50% off the annual membership. And if you want 10% off from Surface Wetsuits, that's S-R-F-A-C-E, anything from Surface Wetsuits, use the discount code UKSurfShow22, and that will get you 10% off at Surface Wetsuits. Leighton, have you got any discount code randomly you want to Even one for life? I was going to say, normally, well, it used to, not normally, because it's not the normal anymore, but it used to, like when we would do that, it would be like 50 tries to try and get them out with vape an um or an r or like oh, for fuck's sake yeah <laughs> it's professional now you know yeah, yeah. i spent four hours today just practicing that bit alone <laughs> it, it doesn't normally go that smoothly actually does nah, it? very very rare <laughs> i tell you what i noticed as well and i know this this is you know this is audio content so nobody else is going to be able to relate to what i'm about to say but i'm watching pete and Leighton on video and uh, we've spoke about it before, but Pete's finally straightened up the boards in the background on his wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> finally. I've been doing your OCD. Oh, massively, <laughs> mate, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Literally I, I, as I said before, I ripped it off the wall trying to put it back on because there was too much stuff in my office. As I've said, the uh, I've got my stepson, his girlfriend, and their two kids living with us at the moment. So everything I owned is like thrown in this room that I don't want small children to break. Yeah. Mitch, if you were in this room, the boards being slightly crooked is the least of your Oh, words. really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The dead bodies on the floor, are they the giveaway? <laughs> yeah, they're under the floor. There's six foot gaps under my floor. It's fine. There's loads of them stacking them. The thing is, Pete, Pete told this story before about why the, uh, the the surfboard rack's like wonky, but actually he told me off air that the reason it is like that is because he didn't use like raw plugs or anything. He took mm-hmm. a crinkle cut nail, otherwise known as a screw, 
like married it up to the wall and just hammered it straight in through the rack, and that's why it's fallen out. Mark of a good tradesman. Yeah, isn't it? Just get the impact driver, just impact drive everything in, <laughs> everything, no matter how delicate. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, well, Leighton's come back on, and he's going to give us an Effie update, and mm. he's also going to... Time to... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be coming back to the podcast. I'm going to hand over permanently the seat to uh, to Mitch. Uh, Man, I mean, Pete has that effect on people, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right behind you. I'll be right behind you, don't worry. <laughs> what, 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 it, what it basically is, is um, Effie's... We're, I, I will explain, but we're, we're at the point now where we're talking about Effie's future. And um, and there's there's still going to be a lot going on after treatment, but I'll, I'll, when we actually get into it, I'll, I'll describe all that a bit more. And and I just I just need to be there as much as I can. So it's understandable. And and you guys, are, I mean, I should have left ages ago because <laughs> all, all the stats that come out when when you joined, Mitch. Oh Jesus Christ! I, I was holding us back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a horrible realization. <laughs> I mean. I would love to correct you as well, but you know, stats are stats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this year's nah, just I, like I, I, taken I joke, off mate. as I've left. It's just like I, I joke. That was just down to Ben Gravy. <laughs> it was nothing to do with me. Yeah. Uh, well, to be fair, mate, honestly, like I mean, the fact that you guys even reached out to me in the first place, like I'm still baffled why you had me on. But like, you know, you two made me feel so welcome and um you know it was you that i wanted to get to know not really pete um <laughs> but like it, it, i still this is always your place you know like i don't feel like i'm taking over from you I, this is always your seat um you know i feel like maybe i've just moved across um because this is your baby as much as pete's um and it's been a pleasure to be you know a part of it with you at any point well i'm i'm enjoying it as uh as a listener now it's really good to to hear what you guys are, are doing and stuff did you find that weird yeah it's actually getting to the point now where i'm listening to it like i would another podcast to just for the enjoyment do you never do you ever like hear our replies to certain topics and be like oh that's not what i would have said <laughs> uh no no I, no i, I take because when 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 it was just uh, me and Pete doing, I'd be really self-critical of like, oh, I shouldn't have said that, and oh, I oh, think okay. Pete should have worded that question that way. And now I just listen to it for the enjoyment, so it's a bit of a like a different thing now. I quite, ah, nice. quite enjoy just listening to well, it. Well, so. you know, uh, you probably would have heard, but we're now the within the top five podcasts downloaded on the planet. Which is a pretty good stat. Like. <laughs> yeah, I have heard your your take on that uh, that stat. Yeah, we, we're gonna we're gonna do <laughs> a new facts. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> do not... a we're gonna do a new um a new little uh, segue bit in between each episode that is oh. Mitch's fun facts, which have never let the truth get in the way of a good story <laughs> it's, a, it's a way to live your life mate as well you know it's just like life's better than flip-flops it's the yeah. same sort of thing <laughs> I, I was quite surprised actually that video you posted yesterday of um you were actually in jeans oh i mean it's only because i had a thing that you know wasn't really good to turn up in board shorts and flip-flops but believe me I, if i could have i would have there's <laughs> snow on the hills it's minus three he's walking around in shorts it's like could i be any more scottish <laughs> yeah, but, mate, whoever says oh my god my legs are cold no one says that as long as you've got a jacket on yeah i had a hoodie on 
In yeah, fact, that's that's a reminder. It reminded me of how much you hate people that wear shorts and a jacket at the same time. Yeah, shorts and shorts, flip flops, and hoodies. What's wrong? Exactly, you're warming the top half. That's where all your body heat is. Uh, I, obviously, you couldn't wear shorts in the army, so you're just making up for lost time. Exact same as this uh, massive beard on that I've got at the minute. That looks like, good. I don't actually want to have it, and I feel like a phony. It's more just an act of like defiance because I've never been allowed to. Now I'm like, fuck you! I'm having a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want it. They're, they're going to call you up next week and be, uh, yeah, you're not actually officially out yet. <laughs> well, I'm not. Uh, not till the twenty third. So you know, until then, I, I've really loved all my time, and thank you for all the positives you've given me. nothing it's just moving on um anyway so yeah um should we go into update on effie and how she's been and what do you want to start from when you left off last time yeah i can do um i mean this is going to be the least surfery surf podcast and i'm probably do you know what the amount of people though that have asked always asking for updates how you are we get loads of messages all the time how are you doing how's effie doing is there any updates and everything so i think it's good just to put one out there yeah and we'll just put we once this is edited we'll just put it straight out there and it's it's out no, there. No, that, that, that's true as well because i get i get messages to my own account asking yeah. how effie's getting on as well uh, which is just i think you know our situations similarly and differently as, yeah. as i think we've both seen the positive sides to social media we all the bad press social media has but actually when it's good there is some fantasticness within that i think yeah that's actually probably a really good place to start so um just thank you to everybody it's been so kind um so i me and uh, rachel were talking about this before i came in like you know what she, what she was comfortable with me saying and not saying and, and all that it's basically she's fine with me being totally open and I know it's not about money and things like that, but the people that have donated, I just wanted them to know what we are doing with that money because I I feel like that's important. I feel like I would like to know that um, if I if I donated. And basically what that money has done uh, has enabled Rach to uh, go part-time for the foreseeable and really do her best to look after her. She's still breastfeeding, um, which we... 100% think that's why she's coping as well as what she is um, because a lot of the time she's neutropenic which means she has no immune system and we we I, I, we don't know if it's scientifically proven or anything but we feel like she's getting some kind of defense from breastfeeding from Rachel yeah. so Rachel has not left her side this whole time she is just the most incredible mum and it's like a real privilege to to watch that because I've, I've just yeah. never seen anything like it. Like the strength from both of them. She definitely, Effie definitely gets her strength from her mum and they, they're kind of like supporting each other. Um, so that's really nice to see. And so that, that money has enabled that. We've also, like I said, I'll go on to like the long-term care for, for Effie. There's been some money ring fence for that. Cause it looks like we're going to be uh, going to somewhere called Stoke Mandeville, which is the, the best spinal rehab in the country that we've had a few meetings with the with the hospital and the the neuro rehab consultant there said that's where he wants her to go that's in buckinghamshire so we're going to have to go and stay there and so we've ring fenced money for that and it's honestly i have no idea how we would have made it through financially if it wasn't for that money i mean things are still tight because of cost of living and things like that but 
that people that have donated that to us um, at this time when things are this difficult. And it's not, it's not only that. We, we've also had uh, some other people donate things like uh, the guys from COSIM yeah. um, bought us some vouchers for delivery because they know we're vegan and we know that the hospital are really bad with yeah. catering for vegans. And they like gave us a voucher for delivery. And then um, there was – so. Dom and Lucy, so Dom uh, yeah, um, Origin. from Origin, his friends, who we don't know at all, bought us a, a voucher for really good vegan frozen meals oh, to wow. cook, you know? And, and you're yeah. just like, I can't, I can't get over the kindness. The, the kindness of some people at this time when everybody's struggling. It is just, I mean, we've had no help at all from the government. Like, it's only been the last couple of weeks that we've had a blue badge for Effie. So when we started the treatment, we were told you need a blue badge because if you need to get in hospital quickly, we we got to constantly check her temperature, and if it goes yeah. over thirty eight, um, we need to be in hospital quickly. Um, and so you need a blue badge for that. So you got priority parking. We've mm-hmm. so this started back in August. Yeah. We've only just got that blue badge. That's you know, you, you get things like um, disability benefit which is just ridiculously low. It's for Effie, it's like 25 quid a week yeah. because she's still classed as a baby. And they said, well, you would look after a baby this much anyway. And you're yeah. like, no, 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 you wouldn't because, you know, we'd be working full time, both of us yeah. by now and all this kind of stuff. So there's been no help from the government. We've got through this financially off of the kindness of other people, which I'm, everybody's donated, no matter how how large or small, I'm forever in their debt. It's, it's been... Uh, a massive weight off of us and I'll, I'll never be able to repay anyone for that that's just it's so kind of people it sounds like the policy doesn't fit you know circumstance like you know it's there's obviously no one one case fits all or one shoe fits all but on an individual basis surely there there must be some wiggle room room for maneuver or you know an ability to not have to go through the dramas that you've had to to get these things that should be straightforward in place, like the blue badge, for example. Yeah. Like the process for that, I mean, I don't know, but it surely should be straightforward. Note from the doctor, application, this yeah. is why it's required. But I'm assuming that's not the process you've had. No, no, you need birth certificates. And uh, I mean, the admin that comes along with this kind of stuff is just insane. Uh, at a time when you just don't have the mental capacity to deal with no. anything else. Uh, like we've had... Um, parking tickets in nhs car parks um and you know that in bristol there's this blue air uh, clean air zone thing come in you're not exempt um and unless you've got blue badge you're exempt but all right. these things are um there's a limited time on them so if you're yep. visiting someone in in the hospital which is in the clean air zone Mm-hmm. You are exempt if you put in your number plate in a computer screen when you walk in. Yeah. Only to March. And that's it. Yeah. And you know, and and I, I spoke to someone on the phone about it and I said, look, this is what we're going through. Um our car doesn't, you know, fall under the category of being exempt. So this and that they're just like, well, you have to buy another car then. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what what? That's your solution. <laughs> that's buy shocking. buy another car. Like no, I know there's all the financial side of it, but it, it is it is a worry, and there, there's a lot of the other thing. The other thing that you should say as well is like you said earlier on, it's like she takes after Rachel, the strength of Rachel. But speaking to you outside of this, 
the fights you've had to go through as well to get stuff done and get stuff sorted. I, d- I think she's getting strengths from both of you because absolutely, I've like speaking to him in friend capacity, not like podcast. You know, mm-hmm. the stuff he's told me that he's had to do things that have gone wrong, things that haven't gone right, things that are same thing in it, things that haven't gone wrong, gone right. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the arguments and the battles like Leighton's had to have with different organizations and hospitals and stuff like that. While Rachel is then looking at putting all her attention onto Effie is, I, well, I don't know. You've done it. We, really. we, we've, no. we've assumed these kind of roles where um, Rachel sole focus is Effie as it should be. Um, and then I try to deal with the other stuff. The shit. So if w- whatever happens, and like Rachel will text me or ring me if she's in hospital, and I'll just take it on and, and, and try and sort it. I'll go through those. And um, but uh, with regards to to like where what I said last time on the podcast, last time it was everyone. So um, it was right before the 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 meeting that we were going to have about her chemotherapy. Yeah, and at that time we were told that she had a neuroepithelial tumour. That's been reclassified since to a high-grade glioma. Um, And what that basically means is there's two other kids in the country that have it as well, one of which we're in contact with, which has been a massive help for us. That was Logfin. Yes, uh, yes. so this is what the podcast has done, actually. So uh, Chris from Logfin Co., yeah, uh, it was someone he knows who's got okay. a child with the same, the same tumor in the same place. Just, and I don't think theirs is quite as large. I don't want to give too many details away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's the chances of that? Oh, yeah, you know, that mutual friend. You said what? There's three in the UK in total, including Nephi. Yes, yeah, that, uh, and we and- don't know who the other one is, but yeah, we got put in contact with them, and uh, they they've been messaging us and and they're like further down the line of what we are so they're basically giving us a heads up as an ahead of you they, they've already been there sort of yeah thing. that's yeah. right yeah um and that's just been like a godsend that's just been amazing okay um <clears throat> but anyway so she went in for chemotherapy uh it changed i think i told you last time it was six months yeah of, it, it's it not now it's changed it's nine months now Nine months um, of chemotherapy. Nine nine months of chemotherapy. Oh my god! It will finish in June. Um, it was meant to finish in May, but there's been some delays. I'll like, explain what they are in a minute, <clears throat> or the reason for those. Um, so basically, she has five blocks, and each block is seven weeks long. And in between each block, you have like two weeks off for recovery. That's ideal scenario. If everything goes well and she's coping well, that's ideal scenario. The first three blocks are intensive. So there's like five different chemo drugs. She has them every other week. Um, <clears throat> and after those three blocks are done, she has, there's a, like a meeting about how she's getting on, what the tumor's doing. And then there's two maintenance blocks. We are currently about to go into, well, she's just had the first drug of the last intensive block. She is doing amazing. She is an absolute warrior. Um, I'm so proud of her. She's she's a beast she um she's had struggles obviously but i mean she's just taught me and rachel so much about resilience and she's smiled through the whole thing she's massively delayed in her development i mean as you would be if you can't use your arms properly she can't sit up by herself uh the operation on her neck 
to remove the tumor means that her neck is kind of unstable. She can hold her head up, which is amazing in itself. Seeing she's had like the bones off the top of her spine removed, they're completely gone. Um, there is going to be an operation in the future to fuse her neck. So she will constantly have like a bit of a stiff neck and, um, uh, and yeah, so she can't use her arms properly. They are coming back a little bit. And that's the reason for going to Stoke Mandeville. Um, when all this is, when all the treatment is done. Um, but from like time of recording, we, we had, uh, and the last MRI we had was in between Christmas and new year. And, the cancer is unchanged. So f- to have a high grade glioma, which is obviously a aggressive cancer for it to be unchanged and stable, uh, is pretty amazing. So the chemotherapy is working and we, we, we don't know, uh, at like, I mean, you'd hope, but we don't know if this is actually a thing. They, there has been one mention of the chemo, the, when we had the MRI, cancer looks like a very thin thread and they said that looks different basically to the original um mri when she first had the cancer there so there is a a small chance that that might be scar tissue from the incision of the operation but there's just Mm -hmm. no way of knowing and we're, we're not holding any hope out for that you've got to treat it as if it is cancer um yeah so yeah and i mean yeah, yeah, she's she's doing really well. Um, I don't know. Do you guys want to know about the things that've gone wrong and our I mean, take on that? I'm 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 lost. I'm, I'm speechless. I'm lost for words. Uh, going through uh, for any of the, I guess it's not been round cancer and whatever. Like, I don't really remember it too much. When you know when it was my mum as a mm-hmm. kid for the thirty years of it is in the chemo phases, but. Today, um, a data recording, um, Special K done her fourth of eight uh, chemo session, and she's on. They call it the Red Devil. You, you're probably well aware of all this stuff, and that, that is they say that's the worst one of them all. Right. And the next one, it, they sort of drop the dosage, and it, it gets better, I guess. Yeah. But so this is her fourth one. She has eight every two weeks. That's 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 uh, eight every two weeks, mm-hmm. and she's in bed now. She's floored and shit state like just so tired and same in the last session when she came back she was fine for the afternoon and then she slept literally for a day and a half and i, and I, I don't mean she lay in bed she literally slept for that time yeah Jeez. so to comprehend nine months of that and you know this is a, a fully fledged woman mm-hmm. you know a, a baby that's how old is effie now uh she's she just had her first birthday this weekend so, oh, I mean, I, I can't honestly. I don't know what to say. Just what a little charger, what a warrior. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it's. Yeah, it's, it's awful, isn't it? Like, I'm. I'm really sorry to hear about special K, mate. Particularly like for you after going through so many years with your mum as well. It just seems really cruel, doesn't it? You know. It's, yeah, that's why I, I always expected it to be me. You know, always. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was a kick in the teeth I never saw coming. But and obviously it's not a, a competition between who's got it better, who's got it worse. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is that I've I've dealt with it as a child, and it's been my my mum. I'm now dealing with it as a partner, and mm-hmm. again, you know, we're we're proper adults. But you know, for you, 
that's your baby that's just turned one. Like, yeah. Effie's never known any different. And this is so far, but it's been her life. It's just been in hospitals and, and dealing with this endless just torrent of shit. Yeah. Like, it, for, like, honestly, the, the, the level of, of patience that you guys have and, and willingness and, and positivity. And obviously there's going to be negative moments happening because how can you, you, you just can't stay positive all the time. Can you just, no, that's not no. how life works. So I just, man, hats off to you, to both of you, or to all three of you and anybody else in that support chain, because ugh, mate, honestly, I'm speechless. We, we, we were talking about it tonight We the reason why we, we do feel like we're doing okay at the moment. Uh, and, that is directly related to how Effie is in herself mm-hmm. and the positive MRIs, you know, like the, the fact that they, the show nets working, that's like massively changed our mood. It helps us cope with it. Um, <clears throat> I think we've fallen into, like I said, our, our roles in this like naturally fallen into them. Um, and with regards to like, like there are let, like a, you're obviously upset that it, it comes in waves. Like, like you don't mm. really feel like today you're, is going to be a bad day. You're going to get upset and then something will happen or someone will say something or you'll just have a thought uh, and it would just destroy you, you know? And you're like, where did that come from? I was fine and now I'm crying, you know? Like yeah. it was, it's really strange. Having said that, there, there are times which me and Rachel both experienced recently where we do feel positive and that's been like the last few weeks for the first time since we found out this, we've actually had waves of positivity, you know, do you, how do you do I have no idea how you've dealt with any of it, to be honest, but how do you deal with that? Cause I, I would think personally, if that was me, I'd have a, a like thoughts of positivity and then be like, Oh, fuck, fuck, like, you know, pull back and like shit myself. Like you shouldn't like, do you know what I'm yeah, trying to say? It, you're, you're in a dark it place for yeah. so, so much of the time that it's nice to see some light. Yeah. So when that happens, me and Rach tell each other. Yeah. Know, Good. You know, I had this thought today and you're like, Oh, that's okay. a nice thought. You yeah. Know, at last, you know, yeah. it's a nice thought. I mean, we, there's obviously nowhere near out of the woods, but there was a point where we didn't even think you should be here at Christmas, you know, yeah. like when we were told that. Yeah. Um, so, the fact that this is working is is great. Um, well, I remember you said you literally were about to thinking about planning a funeral. Basically, yeah, yeah we were. Oh. There, there was one night um, which was just awful. It was like the the worst night of our of our entire life. Funny enough, wasn't the 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 day that we got told that she had cancer. Yeah, it was the day that we got told that it doesn't look like she's going to make it. Yeah. That that was you know. The, the worst it was just yeah. awful yeah um but you know it's uh she she is here and which is amazing we had her so we had her birthday last saturday we were in hospital for that and um all of the nurses on the wards like didn't tell us they all come into her room and sung a happy birthday like oh, like 12 nurses amazing. all got her gifts and stuff like rachel had a little party dress hung up they're all swooning over the party dress and i just there has been a lot of problems uh, in this which i'll tell you about now because of how horrific it is and how like a bad state i don't want to get political but at the same time i want people to understand the state of the nhs sure, if, you, yeah, if you've got no yeah. experience of it we are fully back in the nhs and the nurses strikes and everything 
the nurse, yeah. the people that work in the NHS are just amazing. And the mistakes that have been made are down to lack of funding, lack of training, and lack of staff. They are—I I have no idea how they go to work every day. It's like a—it's like a bloody war zone in there. It really is. Um, and like we'll we'll do anything to to support them. They've been incredible. But some of the mistakes that have happened in Effie's care. So there are currently four internal investigations into Effie's care, um, and there is. There's been a meeting about the four internal investigations. So an internal investigation is nothing that we've started. It's a mistake that's been made and then naturally goes through a process of finding out why has that mistake been made. Okay. Um, Rachel's happy for me to, to say them. And just, just to reiterate, this hasn't got nothing to do with the people in the NHS. I see this as failing from the government. And I like I have, like I said in the last one, I've got a lot of rage in all this my yeah, rage is honestly is off the scale it seems but, it seems not too bad today i've managed <laughs> I, i'll explain i've man, I managed to channel it um i've, I've learned how to channel it but like and is it listening to this podcast <laughs> I, I, that, that does the opposite it's people get into a fucking rage afterwards it, it, the gym has helped like like nothing else yeah like, uh, i heard a quote um the other day and it said if you don't have physical health it's impossible to be have mental health and be mentally strong. Yeah. And that I after experience this, I one hundred percent agree with that fact. Because if it wasn't for the gym, I it's the only place I feel strong and focused and that's helped me get through this and do the things I need to do and shout at the people I need to shout at because of that. Do you know what's better about that? This is coming from a guy who for fucking hell, how long have I known you? Thirty thirty years? For, for 20, 25 years, 27 years of that, has always said, I don't understand people that go to a fucking gym. I'd never go to a gym. Why would I go to a gym? I can work out from home. He went to the gym and he went, you should go to a gym. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> it was bitten by the book. Like the, the people in the gym have been great and stuff, and some of them know what's going on because they've um, felt like they need to look after me. next. I'm going a bit nuts in there. I've had a few people say, Fucking know what you're doing. Like, uh, did you get what training program are you doing? It's three, it's three. I had another one today. I had three people now say, "What training program are you doing?" So I'm, I'm following Alan's stuff still. He's not creating programs for me. Just what I've learnt from what he's done over the. Uh-huh. What, so two are you are you saying you've got enough from him and you just <laughs> yeah. disowned him now? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I haven't been in surfing in the water since May, which I'm going to be. The surfer that surfed the least on this podcast. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting pretty dry back here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that's helped me loads. But the the um to the things that have gone wrong, these internal investigations. Um, I think I was saying about the government. Well, like, yeah. So I see the failings in the NHS as the government's fault. Okay. They, they we. Rachel's dad wrote a letter to the MP about the mistakes that have been made, saying about the underfunding. The the letter that was sent back was saying the NHS isn't underfunded. What what they're what they're basically doing is that they're not. If that's true, which I don't think it is, but if it's true, they're not channeling it in the right places. Like it's mm-hmm. the staff that needs to be paid properly. Like if they can't afford to work there, they're not going to work there, are they? Um, and so what has happened that what that has like kind of transformed into is um so Effie 
has a Hickman line in her chest, which is a line that they can have constant access to her bloods, and it's what okay. all the chemotherapy is administered through. It goes into her chest, up into her neck, and then directly directly into her heart. Right. This is obviously dangerous infection risk, as in you, we can't submerge that line. Okay. So she just has to have a bath on this seat that we got for her and you just kind of wash around it basically that line that the the dressing has to be changed like every 10 days yeah Um, but the hickman line itself stays in the whole time and it's an operation in itself to have that uh and another operation to remove it uh when you leave hospital they have to put a drug in it to what they call lock it um and that just stops it getting clogged, basically. So there was a time when we left hospital and that wasn't done. Right. What? Um, and that was that is really dangerous because if it clogs, there are either two things that can happen. One, they have to put in a drug to break up the clog, yeah. which I don't want to have in more medication than she yeah, already no, has. No, for sure. um, or if they can't do that, it's another operation to to replace the line. So lucky, like Rachel is not only a mum and a wife to me, but she's also like the matron as well. Yeah. She is on the ball like no one I've ever seen before. She She's asked for Effie's protocol in medical terms so she can instruct people when they come in if they're doing something wrong. And so can you imagine being like that? Like when she's in hospital for like a week. Yeah. And it's 24 hours a day that care's going on. And Rachel's mm-hmm. there on the ball, not leaving her. Like, it's just, it's just. Like how a, a how does that get task. missed? I presume that's what the investigation, uh, I don't know. Do you hear back? Presumably not. How does uh, that get missed? I don't like, know if we're going to hear back, but um, it, yeah, it's, I, I don't know how it, get, how it gets missed. It basically, um, rushing, basically, they're, they're rushing to turn over the beds so they, they could administer you know, more, more chemo to kids. So we got told this by a nurse as well. I don't know if I should be saying it, but I'm going to anyway, because they need help. They really do need help. And like, if the NHS goes under and we get like changed into private care, this is the other thing we're worried about. If we go into private care, what does that look like for Effie? Because does that mean one, she won't get insured or two, the premiums are going to be through the fucking roof. Yeah. You know, so everybody, if we ever get to vote on that, they need to think of stuff like that. And and also like relating it to surfing, right? Say say it goes to private healthcare, you've got to pay for it. You go surfing, you have an injury, and you go to the hospital and say, Oh, you know, here's my here's my insurance details. I uh, I you know, um I saw uh, Zoe's um uh, boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, his face. Yeah, got hit in the face with a surfboard and had the worst black eye I've ever seen. Yeah. You know what's gonna happen, like um, when when things get privatized it's about money yeah so it'll go to your insurance the, don't cover that yeah, yeah. oh uh, that comes yeah. under the extreme sports package you don't have that yeah. sorry yeah i got told a horrible story the other day three um this guy in america chopped three fingers off uh on a power tool uh his insurance would only cover one finger to be reattached you know <laughs> like this <laughs> That's fucking and, and, and please 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 tell me you found out which finger he went with <laughs> it's got to be the fucking middle one so he can stand outside yeah. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. And, and stick his finger back up yeah. to him exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah but um you know like that's the road that we're going down if yeah. we're not careful and if if like we don't vote on it and it gets taken out of our hands i hope people rebel and revolt because the best thing this country's ever done is the nhs yeah. free health care for all what's Absolutely. the uh 
What was the other the other mistakes? Okay, uh, so the other mistakes have been out of date medication. Um, she That's, had. I, I can understand eating an out of date bit of bread or an out of date packet of crisps or something yeah, like that. Or, but uh, how the best before? Fucking. Uh, again, how... I mean, that, that's probably, I, I guess, from a stock checking perspective, people being so fucking busy. Yeah. That, that's, that's, it's I just mean, missed. Yeah. I, I don't want to say that's easy to miss, but on the grand scheme of things, it's there and it's in the numbers. Yeah. And somebody's just trying to get on with a job and move on, like you said before, move on to the next thing well, that's, that's pressing. That's what I was going to say, what the nurse said to us. So um, we've had delays with treatment. Um, some of them down to nurses' strikes and things like that, um, just because you need to be a specially qualified nurse to administer chemotherapy. So it has affected the a kid's cha- uh, a, a kid's um, cancer ward. So you know th- this is the thing: the government have let it get to this point where yeah. it's not them. It's not them striking. I hope people realise that. If you read like the Daily Mail, that the nurses are evil. They're not. They like they need help. You can't, it will just collapse without help. Yeah. Um, and um, so she she said, because um, when, when Rach eventually got into hospital with Effie, uh, there was enough beds. She said, yeah, there are, but there's not enough staff to uh, look after the patients. So in, in theory, there's not enough beds, even though there's physical beds there. Yeah, yeah okay, and, yeah. And, and Rachel's like, but what, you know, what, where's the tipping point? And, and she said... Basically, we need to weigh up what's more dangerous, delaying the chemotherapy or putting the kid's life at risk with having inadequate care. And that, that's what they're, that's the decisions they're making every day, you know, like do, yeah, do okay. we get this person yeah. in and do our best with the resources we've got yeah. or do we delay their treatment and they don't have any treatment, you know, which is just fucking terrifying. And th- yeah, this is no, what I- we keep, we talk about this a lot, man, right? And we're like, if this is affecting a, co- a children's cancer ward, then we're screwed. Yeah. If something happens to oh, us, we are yeah. screwed. You yeah. know, because that's where money is spent, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Um. So yeah, out of date medication. Um. The one of the recent ones was um. Uh, twenty percent too much medication, but luckily, so the the doctor wrote the prescription for it missed Effie's date of birth and it gave her 20% too much. The pharmacist who administered the, or who released the drug missed it. And it was the nurse that noticed just before it was about to be administered to her. She said, that looks too much to me. If you don't mind, let me just double check before. And if it wasn't for her, we would have had too much chemo, which is toxic drug. You know? So what? there's a, there's a, an age a specific age where it what it brings additional safety checks for for medication and prescription is that right yeah so if if she's under a certain age the percentage of that drug is okay is changing as reduced right. like, like if you're if you're and, under two say and in that whole chain it's only been picked up yeah. just prior to the point of administration yeah yeah by by the nurse like they are they are amazing by by, by the lowest paid person yes, exactly. out of all of them in that yeah. chain, yeah. and the and in that chain the one that's like 
and not it was, getting recognition you know, and paid properly for their job. A, a nurse that's got experience, you know, yeah. a, a nurse that, uh, and you only get that by by paying them properly. Yeah, you know, but that's um, also a, that's sorry, that's a testament to the system works the principal system works because that's the point of i guess in the army we'd call it two-man checks this is like a three four person check and it has been picked up as it should but the fact that all these people in that chain are so off their feet so off the rocker busy yeah yeah, it's got that far before you know these level such high level of professional you know, workers, these people. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, I man. mean, I was speaking to him at one point. I don't think you'll mind me saying, but he was at the point where we were having a conversation and something else had happened and gone wrong. And he basically said, if if the cancer doesn't kill her, the fucking hospital is going to kill her at some point because yeah. there's too many things going wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, I'm, you know, that, God forbid, won't happen. It doesn't look like we're going that way. I mean, when she's still on, like, like the the abyss kind of thing, yeah. but um, it's looking more positive than it ever has done. But you know, well, your 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 whole the last conversation on the phone when you got the news from the MRI, mm. the second MRI mm-hmm. was, I think, I don't know when we did the update before, but the three three I got three conversations that stick in my head that we've had. One was a conversation when you rang me, and um, the doctor when you were down in Southampton. And you rang me and you said, like, the first words out of your mouth was, he's only fucking got, and got everything out. He thinks he's got it all out. Mm. That was the first conversation. Mm-hmm. I didn't get emotional at all, <laughs> obviously. That's <laughs> uh, rare, that is. That is fucking rare. He used to call me fucking Blackheart. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, the second conversation was after the um, first MRI after the chemo one the chemo yeah. started that mri where you said it the good news is they said it's not grown on the on the yeah. scan so they think it could be scar tissue or it could they, it could be cancer it could be scar tissue they're not sure but yeah that, that's that's the only time they've said that so yeah. where, when we had this latest mri i asked that question again i said you know there has been mentioned that the the very thin slither of cancer <clears throat> that is being picked up could be scar tissue does this latest mri make you lean more towards one of, and they said no no we, we you, you just can't comment there's no way of knowing yeah. it's so yeah, small they, I, suppose. They, I suppose they can't say yes and <clears throat> then turns out it's yeah. not and yeah they're yeah. you know and, and also like when when the original uh neurosurgeon removed he said i think i've got all of it maybe 98 percent of it yeah um that's on what he can actually see. You know that there are cancer cells floating around, mm-hmm. and hence the yeah. reason why you still need did, the same level of chemotherapy. Did Effie have another MRI after surgery? Because I think I, I didn't know this, but Special K didn't and won't. Because I, I believe they just make an assumption after what they cut out yeah. as to because I think you can only have so many MRIs, can't you, over a, over a, a lifetime? Uh, I I don't know actually. They haven't mentioned that to us. Um, she did have an MRI. Uh, I think she was actually. It was directly after surgery, so she was oh, still. Okay. She was still right. under. <clears throat> I think MRIs are going to be scattered throughout her whole yeah. childhood. Yeah, okay. you know, we we're in this for ten years if everything goes well. You know, and she's continues to fight. I, they, they, I mean, they, they haven't told us this. This is just what because me and Rachel just constantly research. You know. Um, 
and it, it looks like after treatment, um, she she would need MRIs every three months for okay. like two years, and it goes for every six months, and then every year, and that's right up until ten years since the diagnosis or end of treatment or something like that. Yeah. But um, w- what we what we think is going to happen, where well, they haven't told us this either, so I hope Rachel doesn't mind me saying this, but what we think is going to happen is after the treatment is finished, there is another drug that can be administered mm-hmm. um, which halts the growth. So what she's undergoing at the moment is to destroy the cancer. Yeah, There is another one um, that if that doesn't work or if they feel like it's safe, to, yeah. uh, safer to do this, they'll give this other drug which halts the growth until she's old enough to have radiotherapy. So you can't have radiotherapy until you're three because otherwise it will stunt your mental development apparently right. so yeah i mean no, it's just there's like it's just so much an endless going on. amount yeah. of like literally every time i speak to him he tells me something different and <clears throat> I, I don't know how retains it all because i i know I, I know can't retain all of it at all like the stuff you told me and just like i nor can i it's uh it's rage's like uh well the, the like thing is walking manual, you, you know? you're obviously both so read into it and i don't just mean the overall situation because of course you are but i mean the the way you've got the knowledge of these massive medical terms just yeah. straight on tap you know i'm still trying to process some of the words you've said at me never mind you being able to remember what they all are and what they all mean because it's not like you've just got you know one small little thing going on there's so much going on like you, she's just not at a break at all neither of you guys yeah no it, it, you, we are looking forward to a break to be honest do you <sighs> I, it's, I don't know how to how to word it. I don't if it does like offend the way I word it. It doesn't. It's not supposed to be. But something you said earlier, Mitch, was like, you know, like special case going through something, and she's an adult because Effie's never known any different. It's mm-hmm. not like it happened when she was sort of like six or seven years old, so she's been used to a normal life. Yeah, yeah. Because it's always happened to mm-hmm. her. Do you think that's no, I don't want to say easier, but it's going to be easier on her. Easier, yeah, it's, easier it's on going her. To be easier yeah, on her because she, she doesn't, she know, doesn't any know any different. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people say that to us a lot. They're like, you know, oh, thank God she won't, she won't uh, remember this, and which is is true, and we're thankful for that. But like me and Rachel as well. Like th- this, I feel like um, I just feel really bad for Rachel a lot of the time because she was before she had Effie. Uh, she was a mum. She's been a born mum, and mm-hmm. it's been a road. I don't know if anybody knows this on the podcast actually, but you said it before. No, it's it's been a, a journey just to get here, uh, just to get to having a baby. We've had to do IVF, okay. And because th- this is the other thing that's a little bit wrong with the system, because I've got children, um, they wouldn't the uh, NHS won't fund IVF for Rachel because I've got children. So that meant that we had to self-fund. Um, the reason why why we couldn't have children was was my fault, really. It was a mistake that I've made in the past where I, I had a vasectomy mm-hmm. um, uh, with because I've been married before, uh, had a vasectomy. So we saved up and paid for a vasectomy reversal, which then failed. <laughs> um, 
and my my balls have gone through the ringer at times. <laughs> like they, they, they've been they've been size and melons too many <laughs> times for one person. Did you, did you? Did I just hear a little pizza ringer in the background? <laughs> Absolutely not. That's very childish. <laughs> um, so, like, I just feel really bad for her because she she's gone for a lot just to just to be a mum. Um, and and now this, you know, like the the IVF was we we both had to have surgery to have for the IVF we had to have the like all of it <laughs> we had to have all of the IVF you know yeah. but it was like me and her yeah um uh, it's something called ICSI which is like the most intensive and the most expensive so basically they, t- they take your seed and put it into her flower <laughs> yeah pretty much but they, they, they had to take it out of my my balls yes um which is painful and <laughs> luckily i was knocked tight but it was painful afterwards yeah. um the thing is and this is i mean clearly much better scenario that none of this haven't have happened in the first place but this is shaping you guys future for so much resilience and i the only thing the only i don't know what i'm trying to say and the way i can put this into perspective right is for myself things that should now annoy me or things that used to annoy me Having spent five minutes standing on an IED and mm. all the other things, I can quite happily and easily lose face and walk away from a situation, not yeah. really caring about what anyone else thought. Mm-hmm. And the same thing that's got to be given you for the future, things that not necessarily just annoyed you, but the things that stress you out and all the things that go with that. Like you're just building up such a tolerance. And also it's like you're getting tested from every single angle because you couldn't make up some of the things you've you've told me and and Pete like you couldn't make it up some of the additional things as if you've not got enough going on and as if not that one thing you should be worrying about is is Effie is Rachel okay in the hospital and you going on and getting on with a life to support that as best you can mm-hmm. and then somebody comes in and says oh you know we've 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 twenty percent too much dosage or we forgot yep. to do this like, oh man yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. What you said, it does. It's given us a bit of a a laser focus for how we want our future to be, um, and that is going to be like this. Is part of the reason why I can't continue to do the podcast, actually. Um, and it might sound silly to some people, but it's a future that we thought we weren't going to be able to have with her, yeah. uh, and now there is uh, that looks, you know, at least possible. Uh, which is just great. Obviously, like I said before, we're nowhere near out of the woods, but we, we've got some hope before where there was a point where we thought we had none. So we've um, managed to obtain a, an allotment. Um, and so we're going to obviously start growing our own food and stuff, but we aren't going to send Effie to school. She's going to be homeschooled. Uh, we're trying to work out a way how to do that, um, mm-hmm. as in, you know, like working and things like that. Uh, and that allotment that we're going to build up to the point that she can understand and actually work on it is going to be a, such a huge part of her education. And it's something that for once we have some, we we're looking forward to it. You know, we have something to look forward to. We know exactly the type of person that she wants to be. We know exactly the things that we've done wrong in our own lives that we can steer away from. We know from all this, what truly is important and what isn't. And we're yeah. going to pass that on to her and just yeah. make her the, the strongest, most confident little girl. I think that's a fantastic happen. plan. Um, and when you say allotment, is that like, what, like a settlement sort of thing? 
Uh, yeah, I, I said different so, in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but in my head, I'm thinking like you know, like green grasses, cabbage patch, you know, like a small green house, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like a veg patch, yeah, yeah. Um, but so, it's like a, like a community one. So, so that that actually leads us on to next time you hear Leighton's voice, it'll be. Or and welcome to the UK allotment show. <laughs> like I mean, the beacons. Here's here's my veg. We, we, so you can't got... come back on because you're not have access to electricity. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> but we we've got like books on it and we've planned it and we're um, the one that we've been given is like a bit of a mess. So we're currently sorting it out and things like that. But it, it's all for for Effie and my boys as well. Like my my youngest. So how, this is, I'm really proud of him for this. So my youngest is 11 years old, a youngest boy. And um, when I told him we're getting the allotment and I said, do you want to come and help me on it? His actual words were, Dis- oh, damn, I forgot what he actually said. It was really cool. Yeah, it's a great and, oh, story, mate. Just thinking I need to go get dog food. Oh, that's it. He, goes, he goes, I'm so dying for this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great. And he's loved it. He's, he's come on it and helped us basically yeah. shovel. I'm still imagining you living in like Amish paradise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember well, that Weird nice. Al Yankovic video? That's, yeah. that's what I've got in my head right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that, uh, I mean, that's what the... It's something for the future we, we get to look forward to. So yeah. that's good. So on the whole, things are looking a lot better than last time you were on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, they, they are looking and um I you know, generally think that is down to the amazing people in the NHS. The, the I know I I've I know I've said the mistakes, but the it's the some of the people in the NHS are just like angels they are superheroes um and they've really helped us and uh the kind words because like you said you guys been getting messages i've been getting loads of messages advice advice and stuff like that you uh want to say as well like some of the standout people that have been through the podcast listeners that were uh yeah so messaged you and stuff yeah so joel from uh coasting has just been a lovely guy like really really lovely um i really appreciate that uh, Paz as well. Um, it's just Paz amazing. is a hero. Yeah, yeah. really is. He's the um, nicest guy on on Instagram. He, he may is, be yeah. the nicest guy on earth, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and um, Dom and Lucy uh, have been have been great, and they're friends. And uh, I get messages from Phil still. Um, I, I mean, there's there is actually just like a long list. So I'm sorry if you've sent a message. And like you would have genuinely helped me. I'm so I'm sorry if I'm not saying who you are, but just know that you have. But like I tell people a lot about what's going on, and that's not. I don't want like you know people to feel sorry for me or anything like that, or, or for for us, should I say? But what I'm looking for, like these like nuggets of information that people have that will help me. Yeah, and yeah. I and you do get them. And so like so the, this week, um, it was I was in the parents' kitchen and I'm making um mine and Rachel's food and uh, there was another parent in there. And a lot of the parents are kind of obviously they're sad and they just sit there and then they don't really talk well I am the opposite I kind of want to talk and you know find one of the reasons starting the podcast yeah yeah and so, and so I, I started talking to this lady and as we're talking I'm looking out the window and the the kids cancer ward is on the top floor of the Bristol hospital so you're looking at over Bristol and I'm like looking out the window and she just said you feel different, don't you? You feel like you're removed from society, don't you? I'm like, yeah. Do you know I was feeling like that? She goes, we're, we're all the same. She said, do you, 
you look down on people and that you know you see them bustling around see the problems that they might have or think of problems might have and we're here yeah. and they're all they're all going past not even knowing that you're like looking at them and stuff yeah. and that, that for some really weird reason that helped it's like she was reading my mind at, at the time yeah and then, and I think, then she think offered that, you then she offered you a red or a blue pill and you said but you already know which one i'm about to take so why did you ask me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the, the thing, thing is you could you could transfer some of that like like to relate it to surfing as well because like aggro people in the like line up and around the beaches and stuff like that you don't know what shit someone else is going through that day exactly so it's like like jude always says to me it's better to be what she says better to be kind than right sometimes Yeah, which yeah. I always say she's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, think, no, I think what she meant, Pete, was it's, it's better to be single, now leave. <laughs> That's definitely what she meant. That would make much more sense. Um, but yeah, no, it is better to be kind. And you don't know what shit someone's going through. Or like, you know, imagine imagine we'd, got, like, we'd gone surfing, you'd managed to go mm-hmm. surfing, mm-hmm. and in the lineup, someone had said something to you. That, that was your only break away from everything mm. that was going on. Yeah, yeah. And you got like a couple of hours to go surfing mm. and someone had a go at you in the lineup. You, you, I think everyone would say you'd be in your right to lose your shit completely. I, it would time. look like a shark attack 100%. The <laughs> yeah. way a, a couple Liam of months ago it. or maybe even a few weeks ago, I think I would have ripped their head off. Like, but I, like I said, I managed to channel things a little bit now. Yeah. Um, and like, so like I was saying about these nuggets of information, one of the things um, that helped was, so we've been assigned like psychologists uh-huh. in the hospital to help me and Rach through this as well and then like yeah. do the best for Effie. Um, and a thing she said to me, which I'm, I'm happy to share because it might help someone else as well. She, I was getting worried that I was feel like I was changing, like my, yeah. my personality was changing. Um, like I was just falling out of love of surf and didn't, I used to check the surf forecast every day, even if I was working and couldn't go, I'd still check it. Like most surfers do. I mean, you're um, going to change though, aren't you? <laughs> you? How can you not, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. And so um, I was kind of worried about that. And I said this to her and she said it in a really good way. She said, uh, you have three operating systems. Um, Every human has three operating systems. You have fight or flight, which you use when you really need it to stay alive Mm. and to survive. You have uh, another one, which is basically like your process, which gets you up in the morning. You do work, you, uh, you know, pay bills, you fix your car. It's all the stuff that you just do to get through life that, you know, you have to do your responsibilities. And the other one was your soothing uh, operating system. And, and that's the things you enjoy, i.e. Yeah. surfing and things like that. And she said, at the moment, you're only using two of them. Yeah. And it's not the soothing one. So she said, don't feel bad. Like, just because it's not there now doesn't mean it won't be there in the future. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, which really helped. And then the other thing she said, because I said, I'm I'm worried how angry I am all the time. Like, I'm, I'm going to flip and rip someone's head off if they say something wrong. And she said, you should be angry. Why, why wouldn't you be angry? This is awful what's going on. You should be angry at this. This is unfair. And just her saying that, you're like, Oh yeah, you know, yeah. I I felt bad for being angry, and then I didn't, and that then helped. That helped you kind of control it in some way, which was just phenomenal. That was just like, giving you some perspective, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that's the guess... first time somebody said it's fine to be angry. Yeah. Uh, where yeah. all the time you're trying not to be. But, you know? 
I just took out of that that you haven't checked the surf forecast or anything like that anymore. So can I just I'd show Sunday, you that? I know. I, I, believe I, just say I that. know. That, have you seen Putts were on Sunday? Yeah, I see. Yeah. I did, hey, listen. Do you know what? That was the first time because I you said about coming on doing the update and like we've been really busy, obviously, and um, uh, and, and not wanting to because I didn't want to come on here and just fall to bits, you know, and yeah. crying or whatever. Um, so. When uh, when I said about oh yeah I should be able to come on next week the girls will be out of hospital um, and, and I might come down um, and then for the first time since all this has happened I thought I wonder what the surf's doing this weekend <laughs> what well, time to check it yeah. and it's, it's been shit for months <laughs> weeks it's been I'll just tell you awful. What else, though, I don't know about down your way but I've heard a lot of people say this recently and I've noticed it myself because I got bummed this weekend by. A promise and forecast, which just turned to shit. But yeah. for ages up here, the forecast, and it's obviously it's never going to look like exactly what it says in the forecast. It's just a forecast. Unless you lose the lazy surfer app. Lazy surfer app. <laughs> but it has been so far removed like from what it should have been. Yeah. It has yeah. been shockingly bad. Yeah, I've seen um, a lot so of people saying the same things. You ain't missed nothing, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's been and, shockingly and, shit. And then and we went just, to Newquay and uh, I nearly died. As <laughs> yeah, I listened to nearly. The, we'll the we'll get them next time, Leighton. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, I, I'm super jealous that you guys went to uh, uh, went to meet the skin dog. Yeah, Do you know that what was though? Good. That that's relevant to something you said a minute ago. Being in Newquay because something that we established and weirdly it came out twice in the same day through various different channels. But the fight or flight thing, yeah, we spoke about. Uh, what we discovered was that. Pete doesn't have either of them. He's got, there's no fight, no flight. Let's just accept it. Just <laughs> He's got accept, acceptance. We were chatting about, like, you know, when you get a hold down. Yeah. And Pete was like, he just threw this comment out there, like, oh, I just accept it. I was like, what? <laughs> but not from the point of, oh, I could probably try and swim to the top. He's just like, the second he's under, Oh, <laughs> nothing nothing well, is, that, is that just laziness or you, you're That's that lazy <laughs> no, fight just, or flight or meh yeah, I think I'm, I'm I think it's down to being like held under and in the, underneath the water more than on top of living. it <laughs> yeah pretty much just wandering around in a fit of depression constantly <laughs> but, um, no it's just the fact that I, I think I've been under the water more than I've been on top of the water on a surfboard and I've just come to accept it that if I just stop I, I will come back up probably or did, did, or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you like that PM forgot to press record on the Skin Dog episode uh, for the intro? I mean, that's not surprising. I thought, ah, uh, classic. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 one of the um, high high profile interviews you do and you lose it but the other thing i liked in that interview was uh ben was talking about you know he doesn't really like to you know think and talk about the negatives or like the hold downs and the things that might play in his brain and he yeah. said it a few times like i don't really like to think about them or talk about them and pete was just insistently like so on that hold down in detail i listened listen to that when he was saying that and i thought that's a, that's a really good uh, like philosophy just yeah. for life isn't it yeah don't don't, don't focus think so on that. On the back. Yeah, I saw Bill Bird do something about something like that the other day, and he goes like, "Why do you think about the negatives?" He said, "Just, just think it's not going to happen, and then when it does, fucking deal with it." Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But you can't, you can't live your life like that, yeah. can you? Because I, you can't yeah. change the outcome. You know, I, the, one other, my... the one other I heard was um, 
the one the other vi- the one other good one <laughs> only one other good one i heard i was listening uh, i listened to a few other podcasts and um i was listening to diary of a ceo and uh it was davina mccall on there and she said something on there that was um when she was speaking to i think it's the speakmans you know those couple that do like therapy stuff they were like right uh, yeah anyway and yeah move on one of, this- one of their <laughs> one of their things you say is when you say something negative at the end of it you've got to train yourself to say but luckily and then say something positive afterwards so you're you're changing your mindset yeah. and it takes like two or three weeks of constantly doing that to get into that mindset yeah. I, i've actually heard russell brand talk about this i don't know if you watch russell brand on youtube or listen i, I to bet yeah it's, it's just phenomenal i like really, really like him and he said something uh kind of profound about this and he said like having like a podcast or uh like an a medium that you get to speak to people is, is a real, it's like a high responsibility. And he said, because words cast spells and that's why it's called spelling. And I so, thought, wow, oh, that's nice. so cool. Yeah. Isn't it? And how cool uh, is, yeah, that? Yeah. is that? He's so, actually expelliarmus. <laughs> Super intelligent guy as well. Like, he's yeah. probably underrated for how intelligent he is, especially yeah. for such a top shagger. That kind of like negative self chat mm. and, is yeah you know, not, not it, it doesn't help at all in any way it reminded me of people you said about you know adding that positive make sure you say something positive at the end it reminded <laughs> me of something we used to do years ago and it was this similar sort of thing kind of and it was at the end of any sentence that you said you just had to like have a pause and then just add a finishing line of your dick <laughs> so, so maybe not as much positive but adds a bit of fun to it yeah dick <laughs> what, what did you say before like when Nothing. we were chatting that, that you were going to uh, uh, the plan of the podcast was actually for you to come back on it and then uh, and oh then, yeah the whole the whole thing yeah. was that you know Leighton left and I, I came on and the, the whole thing round was just in a way that I was just going to piss you Pete off so much that you left and it just become me and Leighton. <laughs> because well, you'd much rather, I mean, I'm looking at you two now on a screen. Like, I'd yeah. much rather have a cuddle from Leighton than you. Uh, that's fair enough. Well, you're going to find out what it's like to have a cuddle from me very soon when I come up and stay uh, with you for a week. Yeah, well, that's you've not booked into my Airbnb yet, have you? So you ain't staying. Have you, do you have um, just one bed? Yeah, I, I will that bedrooms. week. <laughs> I've got three bedrooms, but that week there'll be one bed <laughs> and a single. <laughs> well, you did say it's minus three up there, so you might need well, a couple. Do you know what? Late, minus... I know what Leighton was going to say. Leighton was going to say, I hope you've got a spare bedroom because he's fucking snoring. Oh, mate, <laughs> mate you're, you're not going to sleep that week. Oh, I've got you. a method for that. Don't you worry. I've got a method for that. He, he, slept, said, it's he minus... slept in the room next to me in uh, army surfing. He was all right. He didn't hear me snoring. Did you? Nah, not once. No, not once. No. No. This is uh, an ex-army guy. He's still like army. A trained. Killer. Still army. So I depends I, when this yeah, comes out. Yeah. At point of recording. At point of recording. <laughs> you say so go back. It's, it's not ex-army per se. <laughs> <laughs> it might be minus three outside, but it is so fucking hot in this van. I've had the diesel heater on the entire time. I must. There's snow on the ground everywhere else. This must look like a meth lab. <laughs> and I gotta make some monies. <laughs> so you got shorts on. I mean, I've always got shorts on. Yeah, I've got shorts. Flip-flops. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, I think anything else you'd like to add to it? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, there probably will be something I'll remember and I go, oh. Well, you can tell us that. and we can uh, 
we 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 still we won't be like right Leighton's left now fuck it that's it if there's any <laughs> updates we will let you know in yeah. other uh, podcast episodes Absolutely, and stuff yeah. uh, I, I'm, I'm looking to get out surfing again and to be you know I, to be fair i haven't seen you much at all have i over these last like five months or whatever no. see there's um, always a positive you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah and it's been bliss yeah. <laughs> um, the thing is like we spoke on the phone and stuff but um like i said before we like if you, when it first all happened i was like right what can i do what do you need because they're all over the place hmm. and now they've got into a routine of like right this happens every other week this is when and i don't want to I didn't want to impose on them and be like, right, I just said, right, if you need me, oh, I'm yeah. here. But I don't want to be like, this is your time. You know, you've got yeah, a week in the- hospital and then a week together or whatever, or two, yeah. you know, and I don't, I don't, you don't want to waste that time seeing me when you can spend it with no, them definitely. when you didn't know what was going on. And I, I, I do appreciate that because that um, it does help. Like when I, uh, but, you know, it'd be because when you, when you feel like, oh, I don't have to, you know, keep up with like the social scene yeah. or whatever. Like we just need to focus on this. And, um, but like tonight I'm, I'm was really looking forward to coming around and just like, like doing this and then like just hanging out afterwards for a bit, you know, cause yeah. it's been a long time. Um, so yeah, it feels like we can, we, we're in this kind of rhythm at the moment. We, we have our roles at home with what's going on. And I, I feel like me and Rachel are doing quite a good job at supporting each other. Yeah, um, and she's like, I'm so pleased you're going out tonight, Simpy. I'm seen him in ages. Like, that's, that's a really good thing. So, yeah, and we're we're, we're getting through it, and and more importantly, Effie is. So, yeah, let's just hope it keeps going on this like upward trajectory. Well, yeah. and absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, everything goes that right direction. Keeps going the way it is, and uh, yeah. Then maybe we'll be able to go surfing one day again together. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah there's like no said, hopefully for... about it. It's it's all going to go in the right direction for you guys. Yeah. You, yeah. you deserve the break, and um, you've had all the bad luck thrown at you, and all the injustice. It can only go upwards, mate. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Do you know we can't say you properly? He always you, says you. What? You. Like you there's two li- of you. He's talking about little sheep, like you. <laughs> there's two of you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I fucking struggle I mean, for a week listen, out there, aren't you, I? You Multiple could. You. Yeah. <laughs> You could be sheep because you're both wearing a, a like a bobble hat. <laughs> I like a bobble hat. Did you, did you, uh, I sent you the thing, did I? Bobble, yeah, the, yeah, bobble the, hat. Mm, like a bobble mm, hat. Bobble yeah, hat. The, the remix. <laughs> yeah. Why, why is that not the intro song, mate? <laughs> That's what I meant, said. It should be. <laughs> it should be, yeah. It totally should yeah. be. <laughs> but he was more devastated that he, he didn't make the cut. So uh, Massively, massively. Yeah. That oh, way to get through to be, uh, when I'm in. have to be a new one, won't there? Yeah. Well, we've had, like, we've had uh, so far we've had the UK surf show song on the piano with Mitch, yeah. And then you never we've posted had, um, that actually. I was quite surprised. I thought you were going to post that. I did. <laughs> no, no, no. You didn't. You just used the sound clip. You oh, didn't actually. did I not? So thankfully, that's gone. <laughs> oh, I've still <laughs> no, got no. it on my phone. I've got no, it on my phone. Don't. I'll post that. Yeah. You've changed phone. You don't. Uh, what is that thing changed. behind you? By the way, what thing? That, that thing that looks like a massive bong with ashes on it. It is. Yeah, that's what it is. Is that what it is? Bomb <laughs> so the next question is, who are you smoking? <laughs> no, it's a, um, my uh, wife's dad gave it to me. It's actually a light. and um, That's a, a light? Sta- it's, it's a lamp. Flesh it's, got, it's, got no, yeah, it's got no head on it, but it's, it's a, a medieval lamp. fleshlight. Um, yeah. It's either Indian or Tiffany's. So It um, looks like a giant chess piece. Honestly, you know, right. Like garden chess. Pete, Pete doesn't throw anything away, and oh, anybody that's got anything 
like free go in, he'll have it. So <laughs> it's like got, step toes yard. Yeah, I've, I've held these jokes. <laughs> it's got to the point where like my eldest son will like ask for something. He's like, Oh dad, I you know, I'm I'm learning the piano at school and all that. Do you know anybody's like got a cheap piano or whatever? I'm like, so ask Uncle Pete. <laughs> ring, ring, rings up rings up Pete it's like Uncle Pete do you have a, like a, a piano as you know in like, oh yeah I got a grand piano I'm like uh, what I got, I got a grand <laughs> piano what do you mean you got where and it's in this room there's a grand piano in the room and I have no idea how you even got it in the house. Like, and, and it's mounted piano. on that surfboard rack. That's I why do. it's hanging off the wall. Um, and um, yeah, but he's, he's good because he rings me. He's like, uh, Uncle Pete, I need a uh, new office chair. Have you got one? Yeah, I've got a spare office chair, have it? It's it, like, it? Honestly, he thinks it's just the best thing ever. Uncle Pete, uh, I, my uh, my trucks are, uh, are knackered on my skateboard. i got loads of trucks, there you go. You just, I didn't. Um, but, I was finding this out. I didn't realize you were a hoarder, Pete. You're just super no. tight. Is that what it is? No, no. It just uh, I don't know. Just likes things. <clears throat> I just like I held, things. I, I, I like things. They, they're like little bits of hugs for me because yeah. I'm so lonely. But on, on like <laughs> on like the flip side of it, like the positive side of it is, you sold some figures that you kept for years and had a trip yeah. to LA. Yeah, you know? yeah, dick. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I sold some He-Man figures from the eighties, and uh, yeah, that paid for me to go to LA. Basically, I so heard that, was that Pete was so tight he wakes up in the middle of the night to see if he's lost any sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, like the scene in Forty Year Old Virgin where he's got all those like boxed figures. And he oh yeah, yeah. Makes a fortune. Don't break the box. <laughs> yeah, that, that's basically Pete, except for the Virgin bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different podcast <laughs> and he's above 40 yeah. Yeah. in fact yeah. it was Pete's birthday yesterday it at was. time it of was. recording happy birthday but you two and a couple of other people the only people that actually wish me happy birthday this year <laughs> and, good, and what does that tell you <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah dick <laughs> <laughs> well that's it well that's a perfect place to end actually yeah <laughs> no no it's alright actually you know what Leighton, I should thank you actually as well um, for, you know, we spoke about, you know, you know, people chatting to you and, and you telling them what's going on with your situation. And I guess it's not about you giving them answers, but sometimes it's about you just expressing yourself for your own sake. Yeah. It doesn't really matter who's in front of you. And, you know, we, we have spoke about it in the show and obviously me and you have spoke about it. And um, for anybody listening, um, Leighton was the kind of sole reason why I, I made and posted that video I made about Special K. Um, and that was kind of as a route, really, for me to speak to myself. If that, mm. that might sound odd, but I'm not good at speaking to people, really. Um, so that was really me just expressing how I'm feeling for my own sake, that there was no actual reason to to do anything with that 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 content, I guess, I made. But it was based on you telling me or advising me, maybe do that, and that, that might help. And that was the sole reason why... I did do it, so I wanted to thank you oh, for that so. because I'm I glad, hadn't really I'm glad thought you of did it. it. Do, do you do you feel like that helped? I mean, I, st- I hated watching it for such a long time, but one hundred percent, I got a lot out of it. But yeah. I know a lot of other people got a lot out of it, which I guess was the point. You know, for me, making it and editing it was the hardest thing. Once me and Special K decided that it was it was worthy for other people to maybe learn from it it was yep. it yeah. was easy to post it posting it was easy because when we yeah. made yeah, that yeah. decision but mm. yeah making it was was impossible 
Um, you also said you're not good at speaking to to people, but today you were told it was what was it? What were the correct words that you were told about being sounding professionally journalistic? Something? What was it? I can't remember. Oh yeah, it was yes. <laughs> so should we say who it was or not? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so so today or today's this week's episode that was out at time mm. of recording mm. was Surf Sanctuary. And uh, Dom from Surf Sanctuary sent me the nicest message just saying about, you know, like the whole team had listened and, and the, 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 the surfers that are involved with the program had listened and everybody was just saying like it was so positive and they felt like, you know, we were pitching the podcast just bang on nail on the head at the right money for the right people in the right way. And he said it came across like super journalistic, but not in a in a, a way that's got an agenda. You know, it was more about the listeners going on a learning journey. And I literally responded with, you wouldn't think we just turned up and started asking questions like not planned out at all. <laughs> <laughs> There's no preconception. It is relatable, isn't it? That's I think that's I hope so, yeah. I think that was yeah. the, like the idea of the overall podcast anyway was it yeah the start the, the thing at the very start we said we wanted it to be like mates sat in a pub chatting and you can dip in and out of the conversation whenever you want you don't have to listen to every single one yeah you know you can just dip in and out of the conversations and, and get and what you want you've slotted in really well with that mitch haven't you like we've all yeah, like, he's a dick like chat on like group chats and stuff and you know it's you just the same type of people that we are, you know. It's it's um, dicks, yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Dicks, yeah. But that, I listened to that podcast. It was it was really good. Those guys sang like charges if they're absolute charges, mate. Yeah, cribber, you know, yeah. it's just amazing. Yeah, it was good. We were going to uh, go surf cribber that day with them, but you know, we, we were so busy big enough. E- yeah. editing. Yeah, like you know, we had so uh, much other stuff to do. As they, the show. Uh, m- my stories about giving up when I go under the water, they didn't want to take us anymore. <laughs> well, fact, yeah, that was the second. That, that's where that conversation had come yeah, from. That was the second, the second one, time yeah. of the day, which made yeah. me pick up on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Well, we've gone on for an hour and twenty minutes nearly now, so um, yeah, I think we should let the cool. kind people of the world back to their lives. Yeah. And if uh, if anyone's seen or heard from Adrenaline Athlete, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he hasn't been active on the group. He's off the grid. He's MIA. Yeah. He's MIA. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's all of the uh, Messing in Amsterdam. That, he, that he's got. Yeah, because... he's writing out personal oh, programs for everybody. Yeah, he's busy spending the cash. <laughs> 50% off? That's crazy. Like, it's almost half, mate. <laughs> crazy amounts of money <laughs> that, that's amazing for him to do that and you know like, like we said earlier like um uh i i've had three people and the other person was today come up to me in the gym and i'm the way that he's uh like designed workouts in the past so it's basically what i've done is that i've just used some of his exercises and mm. I'm, I'm doing more strength training now than than just like a like a surf conditioning kind of side of it because i'm not surfing i'm just doing it to get out anger and frustration but i'm still using the exercises that he says to do and and like the tempo and all that kind of stuff and that's different to what other people are working out so i think that's the difference between having a a coach and somebody knows what they're doing and then people that aren't yeah and maybe just looking up a few videos on youtube on how to do certain things you know um and so, yeah, three people come out to me in total. And they're like, one guy today, uh, and he's like, wow, killing it today then. What are you doing? And I, I, I always direct them to to Alan. 
I said, the guy's amazing, really, really knows what he's talking about. And, you know, like I highly recommend. Yeah. Um, so hopefully some people have like actually done that, you know, because yeah. uh, like I said, there's been three. Yeah. Before. So like you say, yeah, if you also, want 50% off at Adrenaline Athlete, you can use the codes. If you use the home edition, that is Surf Home 50. And if you want to do the gym edition, that is Surf Gym 50. That'll get you 50% off annual subscriptions. Which is half. Which is half. Well, we'll do the maths after. We've got enough feet and toes between us. <laughs> we have you use, I've got, what, 24 feet yeah. <laughs> toes? Yeah, give me six. Give um, me six. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening. And, um, well, yeah. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. You have been the one. <laughs> yeah, that was that was awkward. <laughs> yeah, he's looking well really awkward. awkward. Yeah, End it then. Staring at yeah. me the whole That's time. Then, Mitch, as well. Mitch's new sign-off is this. Ready? So we'll see you later. Say see you later, Layton. See you later, Layton. <laughs> End then. Yeah, Dick. <laughs>